You're listening to Magpie Radio. Pie Night is the official fans podcast of the Collingwood Football Club. Let's listen in to the boys in the Lexus Centre studio. Pies fans, welcome to another episode of Pie Night. Maybe on a Pie Night that might be a little bit flat and listless. I'm Cono, joined by Driver. Driver, you used those words five seconds ago and they've stuck in my head. Welcome to Pie Night, brought to you by Connex. Pies fans, hello. <laughs> That's about it from Driver for the rest of the evening. Thanks for joining us on Pie Night. No, Pies fans, on, on this week's Pie Night, we're going to have a, the shortest match review in the history of the world. We've got Mad Pie coming up. We've got on this round, and of course, we're going to preview the next game because you're only as good as your next game. 7.10pm, MCG, Saturday night, Collingwood versus North. Driver, um, Sunday afternoon. You don't like Sunday footy, do you? Hate Sunday footy. Absolutely hate the concept of Sunday footy. Whoever invented it, just go back to to reality. Play the game on Saturday afternoon. Saturday night if you have to. Friday night if you have to. Awful time. You can't unwind after the game. And um, it's very difficult to go and bury your head in the sand after the game if what happened on Sunday happens. Yeah, because throughout the rest of the week, you just... You've got to hear it from those imbeciles, and gee, we've heard it this week. Mm. We've copped it, uh, rightfully so, very deservedly so. Um, hurts, hurts a lot. I'm sure it hurts the players. Well, I know in particular, because uh, Carlton are the team that ruined your childhood, but enough of that. Let's not go on. Let's not dwell. Don't start me. All right. But driver, don't start um, me. Don't turn me from flat and listless to completely <laughs> mad for the whole show. All right. But, Driver, uh, as as uh, as is custom, after all MCG games, um, one or two of the players came back to the Lexus Centre stage and faced the crowd. In this instance, it was Nick Maxwell, who on Sunday afternoon said that, uh, unfortunately, it was a bad day at the office and something that nothing worked for them all day. Um, and, um, and I think the general feeling was that... Um, they were hurting. They were not in any way happy. But um, but if they're going to have one bad day at the office per year, then that was it. So, Pies fans, from Nick Maxwell's mouth, the only way is up for the rest of the year. Um, and one of the, of course, people uh, interjected in the crowd and said, well, he had two last year against Brisbane and Richmond. And then someone else added, and Melbourne. But anyway, let's not go there. Um, the only way is up. The boys, uh, the boys were hurting after the match. Uh, and uh, and from all accounts around here at Lexus Centre, they've put in a big, big week at training, and uh, they're definitely going to make amends. So um, any votes for you, driver? Um, I'm offering donuts today, zeros all around. I'm, there's no point in giving votes for that. Yep, fair call. Me too. How about you, Connor? No, you got any ab- votes? Absolutely the same, mate. No. Absolutely the same. So, um, all right, Pies fans, that was the down, the listless bit of Pie Night, brought to you by Connex. Coming up after the break, we've got Mad Pie, and beyond that, on this round, and of course, the match preview of the big, what we're calling, not rivalry round, not hate round, but make amends round. Saturday night, 7.10pm, the MCG against North. See you after the break. G'day, Magpie fans. It's Travis Cloak here. The boys are back in town for 2008, and we need you to sign up as a member. So visit collingwoodfc.com.au or call 1-800-467-437. Go Pies! We Collingwood supporters are a passionate bunch. Hmm. Some would say mad. <laughs> this week's mad pie is... Well, it's me, driver. It's me. I'm mad. Do you know be why you, I'm mad? Because Barry Hall... Barry Hall... Smacked 
some bloke out on the weekend. Absolutely clocked him. It went, in the AFL's words, beyond the point system. Actually, was such a heinous act that they had to just take it to the tribunal and, and all deliberate on it. And you know what he got? He got basically one week more than Jono got last year. Yeah, well, Cono, he's from Sydney. There's the special rule. If he was wearing black and white, I think you sent me an email during the week and asked me what would have happened if he was what wearing black happened, and white. Driver, tell me. He would have were, been out for life. You were angry about this on the emails during the week. He would have been out for life if he was a Collingwood player. If it was Anthony Rocker, not that we're sort of advocating Anthony do anything like that. <laughs> um, my goodness, he would have copped life. It would have been finished for him. And what's remarkable is that poor Nick Maxwell, who made a perfectly legitimate bump, actually got offered three weeks. Bit weak, that bump, Connor. He didn't put him into next week. He didn't Should have been a Stan Magro. He should have gone right through him like Magro did to Jezelenko all those years ago. Well, we actually said that to Nick Maxwell at Lexus after the game. He didn't knock him out. Not good enough. So you're telling me he got three weeks? He got three weeks, but it was reduced to one because of his good behaviour. As Nick Maxwell said, hasn't been reported ever before in 15 years of playing footy. My point being that he got just under half of what Barry Hall got for a legitimate bump. Barry Hall absolutely smacked the bloke. Go to YouTube because I tell you what, I was in Sydney on uh, on Monday. Thankfully, I actually fled Victoria after our loss. And by Monday afternoon, not only was were all my colleagues and friends in Sydney talking about it, which is AFL as a talking point, but I went to YouTube and over 35,000 people had viewed that clock. 35,000. Now, if the AFL can't recognise that that's actually damaging the sport and they give that guy more than seven weeks, so which, driver, I checked the fixture, gives him two weeks to get ready, get back into form and play us the third week. Well, Nathan Brown will fix him. But, Connor, just on Barry Hall is... Barry Hall sponsored by Frank Lowy and Westfield. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because soccer is the number one sport and mm. participation sport in Sydney. Frank Lowy's clearly the chairman and of the He's the chairman of, of the soccer federation muck thing. up thing that they have over there. Muck um, with an M. And um, Frank Lowy would have been <laughs> laughing and Ben Buckley, that traitor who's gone from footy to soccer, yeah. they would have been laughing at seeing Barry Hall get all that publicity in Sydney. And all the soccer mums out there would have been thinking, I don't want my kids playing AFL football if those thugs are going to be doing that. Well, Driver... Uh, they're not going to send them to rugby league because that's worse. They're only going to send them to soccer. Well, well, Driver, it was the first time I'd ever seen the Sydney Morning Herald and the Sydney Daily Telegraph covered in red and white, and it was a picture of Barry Hall and also the picture of our new Governor-General in red and white. But anyway, that's a different story. Driver, it was a disgrace to see that what was talked about as a life ban was given only seven weeks. Seven weeks, hey? And just think about it, Pies fans. Next time a Collingwood player goes to the tribunal, just imagine what he'd get if he was wearing red and white. And that was this week's Mad Pie. On this round in Collingwood, years gone by. Round 13, 1996, Collingwood, North Melbourne. Pies fans, the Magpies were struggling in 1996. We'd lost eight in a row coming into round 15. Don't say it. And we were playing the top of the ladder, North Melbourne, with their superstar, Wayne Carey, firing. We started the game and Kerry got two very, very quick goals. It looked ordinary. And then our 
young coach at the time, Tony Shaw, made the move of his career. Tell me. He decided to take the best midfielder in the AFL, Nathan Buckley, and play him as a key defender on Wayne Carey. It was sort of like looking like lambs to the slaughter, but Bucks absolutely smashed Carey to smithereens. It was a day that Nathan Buckley proved to the footy world that he wasn't just a great player. He was an absolute superstar. And, and just on that, in terms of proving it to the footy world, um, sort of jumping forward, but the, the Monday on Talking Footy, for once, Bruce McAvaney actually waxed lyrical about something Collingwood, and he said, oh, I think Buckley's come of age. And they ran a highlights reel. And what did that highlights reel show, Driver? It showed Buckley staying on Carey's right, because in Buckley's own words, he knew that Carey always led right. It showed Buck's absolutely playing fair man-on-man, where he restricted Carey's movement at the ball and those sort of minor sort of shimmies and the way that Carey used his body. It showed him blocking Carey legally, as he actually made a fly for the ball. It showed him smothering. It showed him tackling. It showed a side of Bucks that we'd seen a bit, but never for basically three and a half quarters. Cono, did it show the 22 kicks, nine handballs and four marks that the alpha <laughs> male had that day? Probably not. Did it show Savrocka's eight goals? Probably oh. not. Did it show Stephen Pitt's four? Stephen Pitt. <laughs> the copper from The copper from Norwood <laughs> kicked four goals. Paul Williams kicked five goals. We were one point up at halftime, Cono. Just one lousy point and an upset seven, was in the offing. Seven, seven. And we kicked 15 goals to five in the second half. We spifflicated them. North ended up being premiers that year, but we beat them by 61 points. And what was so remarkable about that victory is that the boys seriously treated it like it was a grand final win. Let's hope it's important for things to come this Saturday night. Indeed, driver. And that was Unless Rao. G'day, Magpie fans. Jack Anthony here. You're listening to Magpie Radio, brought to you by Connex. Welcome back to Pie Night, brought to you by Connex. They got me, thankfully, away from the MCG extremely quickly on Sunday afternoon. But, Driver, it's all about this weekend. It's all about making amends against North Melbourne. Mr. Train Driver, get me to the MCG by 7.10pm Saturday night where we play North. Make amends round, as you called it earlier. Well, I'm not sure if it's make amends round. It's just go out there and play footy round. One of the keys is going to be the ability to stop their small men. They have a lot of small goal kickers. Yeah, Thomas, Thomas Harvey, Campbell, Campbell, Harvey Grant, um, that Jones guy, is it Chad Jones or... Uh, no, it's not Chad Jones, it's one of the other Jones. One of those, you, you know yeah, who I'm talking yeah, about, yeah, Corey yeah. Jones. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, isn't he the Geelong one? They no, all have the right. ability to kick goals. I don't know if Lee Harding's playing in the team or not or whether he's still in the VFL side. Mm. We've got to stop those guys from kicking goals. And that's been a bit of an Achilles heel of ours in the last few years. Little blokes coming up and kicking bags against us. Not bags of eight or ten, but bags of three or four each, mm. and, and really hurting us. Um, Mind North, you, we did see some good signs from, from Harry two weeks ago when he held Nathan Brown. Um, who else? I mean, Heat has been very, very good over the last few weeks. Heat has been sensational. We, we may have um, Tyson back, Tyson Goldsack. Indeed. And he's um, going to be well, important to Nick that Maxwell, mix. Maxwell, obviously out from uh, his suspension. And some of the midfielders are going to have to work extra hard. 
on we, guys like Grant and Harvey. That's right, because you know that if they've got the ball, their disposal will be excellent. Yeah. They can make any hack forward like Nathan Thompson look good. We'll be lucky too. I, I think North will be relaxed. They hardly played on Saturday. Of the squads for that Mickey Mouse 150 game, oh, yeah, that proved that. They only selected two North Melbourne players, and they were Brent Harvey and Adam Simpson. The only reason they selected them is because the selectors didn't want to be accused of discriminating against old-age pensioners. <laughs> um, so they picked the two oldest players they could find. Uh, but despite the fact that they have no stars... They made the preliminary final last year. They finished third, we finished fourth. Yeah, they did, and they're looking relatively good. Another key to us, I think, is someone standing up, Cono. Yeah. Um, Josh Fraser, Travis Cloak, Anthony Rocker. Three really big blokes. Big blokes can provide leadership for others by standing up, by taking marks, by bustling through a couple of packs, by kicking a few goals. Is this an opportunity for Cam Wood? Uh, Cam Wood as well, of course. Um, I don't have any uh, major problem with Cam Wood. I think he's coming on really, really, really well. Solid. Absolutely. Um, but Absolutely. some of those older guys, more experienced guys, including Trav, who's, who's not exactly old, but has been in the system now for and four years. And he's won a Copeland. And he's, yeah, he's our reigning um, Copeland Trophy winner. I, I want to see... Some real leadership from those guys mm. this week, and I think we will see it. Um, and I think that's going to be a key to us. How about you, Connor? Where do you see the key being? I, uh, I look back to the beginning of our season, Driver, and two of the players that I nominated who I think are going to put in big performances over the year. One of them's Alan Didak. He had something like, uh, oh, actually, I'm not going to get cursed by quoting some stats, but he had a hell of a lot of touches late in the game against Carlton in the last quarter. He also finished off well when he played in the middle against Richmond. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Dids playing out of the centre or at least in the midfield a lot this week because he's one of those players that's great at chasing down the ball but then also on the rebound doing something very, very creative with it and feeding it to those big blokes that you mentioned. Another player who came back in the team last week who I think will also have a good game is Marty Clark because Marty Clark against Geelong showed us that he can play that defensive midfield option, and I think he's going to be one of those guys that shuts down the small blokes and also creates. Well, I'm glad you mentioned Marty Clark because in all the doom and gloom of last Sunday, and we didn't focus on it earlier in the show, he had a magnificent game on Eddie Betts. We've got a very good midfield. Yeah, we do. And Penders had a great game last week, 24 touches. He really came into it. Um, Was it something like five goal assists or four goal assists? Yeah, he's getting there, and I, I think that... Everyone in the midfield last week was slightly down on what they could achieve. Mm. Dane Swan, Ben Johnson, Penders, Daisy Thomas, all got the ball. All got the ball. Probably didn't use it as well as they want to use it. Mm. Reece Shaw had a good game. He used it relatively well. Very well, in fact. Heater in the third quarter played almost as a sort of centre quarterback rather than a halfback quarterback if yep. that makes any sense. A defensive centre, how's that? Yeah, and um, he it. really um, he really showed he could play that role. So I think we're getting into it. We're ready to go, Cono. I do too. Driver, uh, what's your tip for this big match? Well, my tip is we're going to win. Right? I, I'm not tipping any huge margins this week. 15 point win will do me. One point win will do me. But I'm, I'm predicting about 15 points. How about you, Cono? Where do you think this is going to be at? Driver, I think the boys are going to be fired up. The fans are going to be fired up. The Magpie Army home game, I reckon we're going to absolutely clean up. Again, North Melbourne are a very good side, so don't get me wrong. I'm going to tip a 26-point margin, and 
it might not seem like a lot, but I tell you what, it'll be a big, big win against a, a quality team like North. Um, Driver, I don't know whether you've uh, in any way uh, checked out the CollingwoodFC.com.au site this week, but um, did you read Hottie's Hot Potato, Hot Rod's Hot Potato? It's a It was it's, a very good article. It's week. a good article. Um, it's cathartic, I think, after um, what happened on the weekend, and, and Hot Rod is fantastic at doing that, at letting all the steam out. It's well worth a read, Collingwood and fans. And a laugh. Always he's a laugh. A... We need a laugh. <laughs> we sure did after last week. Uh-huh. But um, but that and a whole lot more, Pies fans. If you uh, if you would like to um, to send some feedback into us at Pie Night, maybe some stories of incidents uh, post Carlton or any other things you might want to mention about the show, or of course the magnificent CollingwoodFC.com.au site, which is going from strength to strength. Email us. Yes, at email us at night at CollingwoodFC.com.au. Thank you, and Pies driver. fans. Saturday night, Saturday evening. Get on that train. Indeed. Get it's on been the a- Connex train. <laughs> get to the MCG. Sorry, Connor. Connex. We love Connex. The Pies have just cracked 40,000. and uh, We've and reached 40,000, We've reached 40,000. Fantastic and we're effort. very, very Well done, close. Pies fans. Let's get to 50,000. Indeed. We're very close to beating that record and beyond. So, Pies fans, be there. Buy a membership and, uh, and support the boys on Saturday night. This week, like we say every week... Go Pies! Pies.